Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Well, see, here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia. Oh, look at me! I'm an Irishman! Oh, I'm drinking all day longer! Look at me, Italian! I'm slithering around in olive oil! Dell's going to have dementia. Oh, I'm drinking all day longer! Dell's going to have dementia. Oh, I'm drinking, 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 drinking! From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Tom pretty much nails this one. Uh, he says, I don't think Lance would struggle shooting in the NBA. He would shoot a good percentage. I think he would struggle because he's injury prone. That's probably the most accurate commentary is, could I could I stay healthy? Um, the shooting the shooting percentage in the shooting, it's kind of a given. I would shoot well. I just need a little bit of space to get my shot off against NBA players. Uh, but it would be... You started this. It would be staying healthy. Like, could I stay healthy mm-hmm. for an entire 82. I don't think so. You'd have to load management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd probably get 64 in, but I'd probably miss 18. So, yeah, trust so me, I have you, no delusions you'd miss about how many... it would go if I played in the NBA today. So, I would definitely mm-hmm. have soft no tissue delusions. injuries. No. No I'd delusions. have soft tissue injuries. I would struggle if a guy was going to play tight on me. But when wouldn't you if struggle? I have somebody set a pick for me, you know, so your screen that's going to be a make. That's a make. I do like. I want to point out you you named sixty four games as your your top, which means you just miss out on all the season awards because you have to play like sixty five. Yeah. So you'd play one game less. Yeah. Huh. Well, as comeback player of the year, I hadn't played for years. You wouldn't win though. You wouldn't get you that. Couldn't, you couldn't with sixty four games. To I know play that's 65. the problem. Yeah. Well, the thing is, can I get out there and get a minute in? Right? Can I just go play a minute to qualify for comeback player of the year? Uh, well, okay. yeah, I that's, would win. That's like, thing. if I went no. out there and played no, 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 and, no, no, no. and shot at Could the percentage. Could you get of- one minute in in the game, period, without injuring, like, tearing your calf muscle? If I had 65 games break. where I just got into the games at the end of the game for the last second, you know, they called timeouts and got me in, sixty. I should win the award. If I'm out there playing and, and you know. Could you imagine – at Toyota Center now entering the game, Lance Zerline and Lance Zerline for for uh, who am I going to uh, for Jalen Green? <laughs> I come about. in. I don't want the hassle. Look, I'm going to get the ball stolen for me as a point guard. I already know that. I'm just not, I'm, the pressure and the length of the point guards is going to be too much for me. Let's get Lamont in what, here. He knows what wouldn't be too much for you. Mm. Oh, the two guard spot, being able to, oh, okay. being able to come up. Well, you, look how Jalen. You, you're a small two guard. That's how this whole started. But you're a small two guard. Yeah, I'm a smallish two guard, but I'm somebody who shoots better than Jalen. Mm. Oh. Mm. Let's get Lamont in here. Hey, Lamont. Hey, fellas, what's up, man? Uh, y'all was talking about uh, uh, stars with bad personalities, uh, bad people. I got two stories for you, man, and one of them you guys probably didn't came across before. But if you haven't, go look up Michael Jordan and Chameleon Air. Have you guys ever heard of that story? No. Go to just uh, Chameleon Air talks about uh, uh, a situation that he had with Michael Jordan. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, 
that right there let me know that Michael Jordan is a real D-bag, man. Uh, that dude right there, uh, just go look it up, man. Uh, well, wait, can, uh, you got, tell, uh, can you clean half- it up and tell us? Apparently there was another story with Julian Edelman, too. And Jordan? And Jordan. Uh, oh, uh, card-carrying back. <laughs> uh, Jordan was talking to some people. Chameleon now went to his table uh, uh, to go. Uh, and this is at the time that Chameleon now was at the top of his game with, you see me rolling. Well, uh, early 2000s. Everybody knew Chameleon now then. Right. Uh, and he said that Jordan uh, uh, just started screaming at him and, and trying to charge him for, uh, Jordan tried to charge him $100, uh, I believe, for an autograph. And he was just berating uh, Chameleon now. And, and Chameleon now kept it funny, man. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't mad about it. He was like, I just really didn't know Jordan was like this, but it's out there. It's it's on YouTube, man. My second person, my second person, and I know people in Houston will not like this. Andre Johnson, man. Andre, and it's not that Andre Johnson said anything. I just seen him do some real. I seen him do some some things that I wouldn't like. Uh, Bby had got uh, Bby had got drafted and did a camp uh, at Butler Stadium. He brought a lot of his guys with him, both skates. And all of them, and he brought a lot of Houston guys at Butler Stadium for a football camp for the kids. Uh, Andre Johnson uh, started walking to his phantom or whatever, uh, and all of the kids started running behind him and stuff. And he was like shooing them away and stuff like like he don't got time for him. And then Matt Musil, Matt Musil came up behind him, and then he just instantly turned into hugging the kids and doing photo ops and stuff. And I was like. I don't know if to me it, 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 it felt kind of fake to me, man. I was like, oh man. Every time I didn't met Andre Johnson, he'd been cool with me. But that particular, that specific moment right there, I was like, okay, man. These dudes be putting on for the cameras, and that's all I have, fellas. Sometime, but but sometime go check out that chameleon F story. Yeah, we'll look it up. I don't have any doubt about that. I already know. I already know what you're dealing with. What Jordan. about what about James Harden? What a great guy he was. <laughs> What a what a great person! James is shopping. You can't. Yeah, unfortunately, there's there's a lot of guys like that. But I've uh, and you hear stories like that, and then you hear. And I remember one time I had somebody try to tell me a story like that about Lance Berkman, that he's you know t- a terrible person. I'm like, I have never That's heard or seen that ever before. Ever. He goes, I know you guys in the media, but I've watched him. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, you would be the first person that I ever heard that from. Now, Lance does believe in his private time when he's out to dinner. Or, or that he cut, and he'll even tell you, I'll sign autographs, but then when it's time to, when he was a player, when at some point i got to cut it off, you're going to make somebody mad. Like, at some point, somebody's going to get mad. Now, Jose Lima was the most accommodating I've ever seen, literally in my life, of any sport, of any player, ever yeah. in history. I mean, it's not even close. There was not a fan that, that you know, that he, he never met anybody he didn't love. It's That was... But it, it does suck to hear these stories, but these guys are human. Sometimes they have bad days, and some of them are fake, and some of them, the ones that you think are so great, are probably a little bit fake. And some of them just are disenchanted with, you know, fans. They hear people yell and scream and cuss them, and they read stuff, and they, they hear stuff. And then they kind of, I think, unfortunately, think it's all, like, all fans, and they just kind of get negative about fans. Uh, I had... I think it's Marcus Coleman told me that. And then once you're out of the sport for a while and you're around fan bases and you, you know, you're, you're kind of away from it, you kind of understand, okay, it's not, it's not like, it's not that bad. Like it's not as bad as you think it is, but there's a lot of players that don't like fans. They don't have a lot of respect for you because they assume you're the worst of what they deal with. Well, the fact is most people are not the worst of what you deal with, but they assume 
Yeah. Like, I've always been a big believer that they would love to beat the crap out of a fan who ran on the field or ran oh, on the court. They have. Baseball players would love. We saw it once. Well, no, 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 but we've seen football players take them out. Yeah, we've seen them take hits. Yeah. Trust me, there's a lot of guys who would yeah. love to just annihilate you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's a story I heard. Do you know that Clyde Drexler, the story, and I think this is Chance's, Chance McLean's brother, I think it, I think it was Taylor who told this story, was at a University of Houston, a Faisalama Jamba basketball camp. And this is... And this was a year. This is when Clyde had come out of like he was in the pros. He was with Portland at the time, and I'm pretty sure it was Taylor McLean. He was he was in Portland as a rookie, and he came back to U of H in eighty would have been eighty four for the basketball camp. He had some nice car, and they were staying in the dorms at U of H. It was an overnight basketball camp, and I guess Clyde wasn't that nice or wouldn't sign autographs or they the 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 kids were like really upset when i say kids taylor would have been a teenager at this point but he was they were not happy with how clyde treated him i guess they they said clyde wasn't very you know friendly and it was shocking when you're when you're young it upsets you because you think everyone's you just think the players are all perfect Mm -hmm. and so clyde didn't exactly act really nice according to the story and so they went out at night and keyed his car That's nice. It's not. I didn't say it's nice. Goodness but if Clyde's gracious. wondering who, if Clyde's wondering who keyed his car, I know who it was. That's ugly because he doesn't sign your autograph. You're going to go key his car. I think it was you're Taylor. bad. People. I hate putting Taylor's bad name people. out there, but well, you just I did. definitely know I heard that story. You, I'm pretty you sure that's just who it was. Did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's you who it just was. Did we got a break? So it's be a- careful. How bad you treat people. Because they could key your car. When we come back, you know who's good people? The McNairs. We'll hear from them. Hannah and what's his name? Cal. Yeah. Him too. Knowledge is power. And we're going to get some knowledge from them on the other side. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. <laughs> 817 ESPN 975 and 92.5. So we saw Hannah and Cal after the win, immediately after the win on Sunday, come around the corner. And Hannah's doing the horns. Is this the Texan symbol now, horns? Yeah, it's That's been. A, oh, this means Houston. In the H. Yeah. This is Houston. It's in the H. This yeah. is an H. Yeah, I know. I guess. Yeah. It's I not guess. in the H. Yeah. But, I mean, it's. Well, same way this is U of H, right? You see that? Yeah. The cougar pause. You know U what that, why that is. And an H. It's, no, that's it's not. U and H. That's not why. It's. It's F-U-T. No, it's not. Yes, it is. My dad was at U of H. Yeah, as and a they coach, do it's this. not F U T. Somebody's told you that it's a U and it's an H. That's what it is. Uh, I think it's, it's not F U T. Somebody it's, else has told you that. Yep. Unless Houston's also Houston wasn't even in the Southwest Conference until '77 or '76, whatever. Well, so, is everyone? By the way, everyone is obsessed with Texas. The horns down is every at the basketball game, right? LSU Texas LSU fans 
all doing because they know it upsets stuff. them. It's not but, that they're obsessed. I mean, some were just doing the L. It's, it's, it's it, they know it, it makes bothers Texas people. It bothers so they do them, it. So they it's do not it. obsession. Yeah. It's just. But everyone does it. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone does the U. A lot of people do the U down. They're not obsessed with Miami. They just know it pisses it, Miami people yeah, off. Right. That's it. So anyway, Cal and Hannah comes around and Cal just. While Hannah was like, yes, look at. And she's doing the H and everything else. Well, Sarge, Sarge caught up with him, right? And here's uh, here's the exchange about the, the big win on Sunday. Uh, I think Coach said it doesn't matter. The uniform, you know, we put on as our uniform, and we're going to go play whoever's there. And we're excited for any, any win. And that, but to win on the road with a lot of our teammates missing was really special for the team coming together, and we're glad to bring that win home to Houston. Hey, what matters to our fans matters to us, and to get that W, it matters. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Hannah. That was that. that's Dell. I liked her answer better. That was Dell. I liked her answer. I liked better. her answer better too. Well, it matters to our did. fans. Matters to us. I don't care. That's Dell doing that. No, you did. Do, 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 do. That's you. You did that. Do you guys? Do you know the? I don't think the national media. They don't know that we all kind of. It's kind of common knowledge or common assumption that Hannah's as much the owner as, as Cal is. Like, we feel like she's helped Do make some things think right. Do they about Cal, though? I mean, honestly, the national well, I think media. They, well, I just think you just say, who's the owner of the Texans? That's Cal McNair. But is this Cal calling the shots? Well, yeah, I mean, he's the owner. Nick Casario probably calls the shots. And if you ask somebody in Houston, they say, well, his wife actually, is, things have turned well, around since his wife oh, got more involved. Have they not? That's our perception. A hundred percent. That's our perception of it, at least. Yes. No. No. My no. perception. The incompetence stopped. The Easterby. The, B- the Bill O'Brien. The, but the, nah, the f- nah, nah, nah. she was right there with all that stuff too. From what I understand, uh, Hannah was partially responsible but, but, for Easterby. She's, be, she's she wised up front to, and center. She wised up to Easterby. They've been making much better decisions. She was part of the Easterby having too much power too. Yeah. She was part of that too. But I think she wise she realized what a Connie was, and well, I, we don't know. He might have realized it too. We don't know. I don't know he what he Cal. realizes, but but I don't know. We don't know what he realizes. I'm what not going to try to. I'm not going to try to get into Cal's mind. But you will say that Hannah has stepped <laughs> forward and made all the changes. That's the same thing. I think Hannah figured it out, and they got rid of. I think Lovey helped them figure that out. By the way, and I think they got rid of. Easterby, and I think, yeah, and I think Hannah has under. Here's what I think. Jeff where Easterby. I think he's a big no, 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 no. Here's where I think Hannah's at her best. I think she understands that there are fans out there. She has been able to look outside the Texans bubble, stuck her head out, and said, "Hey, they don't love our uniforms. Hey, we're kind of corny. They think we're corny. Hey, the fans think." I think Hannah has figured out that what the Texans were doing was really stale. Mm-hmm. was in the past. They didn't have a DJ at the game. They didn't have all this stuff. I think she has really figured out the fan cancel, the fan council. If it's not Hannah's idea, maybe it was uh, the president, uh, the new president. Oh, Greg Grissom. Greg Grissom. Maybe it was all Greg Grissom. He maybe has. it was somebody else there. But Greg I think, is doing it. Listen, I think they Hannah, hired a marketing guy that is like cool. That You're absolutely yes. right. They are doing things Differently I think now. Hannah and Greg versus Greg Grissom versus, and this is kind of inside baseball. You guys may not care, but I think the difference is Jamie Roots and Cal and Bob and Bob was one way, and it was the old kind of boring way. 
And then I think now that Hannah's more involved, now that Greg Grissom's involved, I think that's the reason you're seeing a completely different. Yeah. Like it's an updated. Well, and plus, there, it was a slap that the last couple of years have been a real slap to the face yeah. for the organization. It was a good wake up call. It was a wake up call. Yeah. It was a wake. And you know what? And people have been right. When when they were bad and they're like and everybody still showed up for the games and still did all the tailgating and still rah 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 Texans and everything else, there was no motivation for them to change anything. But the last couple of years when nobody came, when it was you know, the place was empty and nobody's buying concessions and nobody's parking and nobody's and everybody canceled the season tickets, they had a waiting list always for season tickets. You know what they said? Oh well, we're good, we're fine. We're all fine. But when that all went away, they said, oh, man, we need to change. And did they? And they made a lot of great. And I love that they pissed off the, the Titans. Love that Amy Drunk is is pissed off and she's wearing the Oilers. They got the Oilers uniforms now and losing like the Oilers. Congratulations. Love that. Because because the that means that the Texans are doing something that, that will that's needling them. Good for them. When... When Robert Kraft, when they went after Casario the first time, and Robert Kraft threatened the lawsuit, oh no, oh we, oh we're sorry, we didn't mean it, we're not going to do anything. Sorry, Robert Kraft. F that. You know what? The Titans don't like that the uh, the the uh, that the Texans want some powder blue. Too bad. We're doing. We're going to do it anyway, and we're going to go for it. And you want to wear our old uniforms? That's well, as fine. long as the NFL tells you. To yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. As long. Well, the NFL. The NFL is, is actually realistic. They're not taking your Columbia blue. You got your Columbia blue. Like, why can't they wear whatever color they want to wear? Well, who? Why is it that the, the Titans can dictate what the hell we're doing here? Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Screw them indeed. Yeah. Uh, I get that, that this is your family thing and all that, but honestly, you're going to have to understand that you don't get a, you don't get a gatekeep. They don't even you, use They don't a, get a gatekeep my memory. Yeah. And my sports history, you don't get a gatekeep it. I'm sorry. I, I have my own memory and my own history. So I, I get to keep that the way that I want to. And it, and if Houston wants to honor that, if the Texans want to honor that in some way, shape, or form, then they're going to do that. Okay? They're going to do it within the means necessary. Yes, there are certain things you can't do. But they're going to do whatever. They, but they're going to do it inside the rules of what they want to do. And if you don't like it, too bad. Oh. so sad. And I like having a little... Rivalry with the Titans. You know, That's fine. But Monty Jones, I think, put it well talking about this particular thing. He mentioned, sure, you're the you're, the owners, the the Adams, Strunk, you're kind of the caretakers, but it's not. The Oilers weren't really your team. That no. was the city's team. Those that's what that was the fans' team. So, sure, be, now they may not ever sell it, but that team belonged to Houston. That belonged to Houston fans, and you have by rights whatever you can do whatever you want with it, but it's not your team. You're a caretaker. That that's a sports teams belong to fans. That's what it is. Absolutely. So and and, and, the, and the other thing he said was you don't even want to be the Oilers. You you chose to be the Titans. If yeah. you decide to keep the Oilers name, then fine. And, and the colors that you don't even use. Yeah. I mean, and yet you, oh no, nobody else can use them. What you don't? Yeah, we all, national media people who've actually paid attention are squarely against the Titans on this. They all see it as petty and it nonsense. Is petty. And you know what? They got their comeuppance, too. Way it's to like go. Way to go, Hannah. I love you coming off that it field really with, them, with that It really should have been a match where whoever won the yeah. game got the colors. Because they would have agreed to it, too. They're like, this beat-up Houston team, yeah, that's fine. We'll do this. And then they would have got the colors taken. I don't think. I don't, 
I don't know. I am a nightmare walking psychopath talk. I just I just can't stand them. I can't stand her. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is what we're not going to do on this show. Uh, does Cal pull Hannah without that Billy in his pocket? We're not. Yes, no. because she fell in love with him. Number one, not the not anything else. She fell in love with Cal the man, and he seems like a really nice guy. Uh, hmm. Hmm. He does. Does he not seem like a nice guy to you? Oh, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, I think he is a really uh, nice, I think guy. He's a nice guy. I think the question. Stop. More, we hold just on. said, is he a nice I'm guy? Allowed- I think the question would be, would Cal be anywhere in Hannah's vicinity without the Billy to... That's all. Not not that she... Counselor, I will hold you in contempt of court if you question. continue to speculate it's not a on question. the marriage it's, of those no, two hold and on. the attraction That's not level. what I'm saying. I'm not saying she doesn't Counselor. look... I'm not saying she married him for money. I'm not saying she she's only with him for money. The question would be, would Cal be in those rooms without the Billy? I think that's speculative. I don't. <laughs> Childish Out Two also says, Do you think Hannah knows all the words to hit him up by Tupac? No, but I, I do. I'll bet you she doesn't know all the words, but I bet she knows this. I bet she knows the song. I bet Hannah knows the song from Hit Him Up. Uh, well, I mean, the, the song from Tupac Hit Him Up, which we can't play any of it, but it's known as, it's known as the greatest diss track of all time, and it's aggressive. Uh, play it, though. Yeah. See if you can play a clean there's, version. See if there, you can find a cl- First of all, there's no point in a clean version. There's no version of there's no reason to play a clean version. Uh yeah, and, okay, Here. you're trying to get Dell to get fired because HRMP will step in on this one if you try First to play of all, that. Bleep do your, not bleep. do not play that diss track and do not do not Lance read the lyrics <laughs> here on the air because HRMP will be calling. HRMP will take care of a Lance's HR issues that he's trying to co- commit here on our show, and that's not happening. We got to save him from himself. We got to save him from HRMP because HRMP will swoop in and help you out, brother. Here's the deal: HRMP is here for you and your business. HRMP is the way that you go about your payroll. HRMP is the way you go about your Affordable Care Act and your in, in, in your taxes. And HRMP is going to be there for you and help you select. Benefits packages for your business as opposed to forcing their benefits packages on you. How about getting options? HRMP will suggest which benefits package is best for you and your company, but HRMP is not going to force theirs on you because they don't. that's not what they do. They do payroll and they do HR and they do your taxes as well. And this is something that you have got to. You, If you're somebody that is looking for, if you're not completely satisfied with your payroll company, this is the time of year to call HRMP and work this out. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. You was a toilet baby. Tip just plopped down like a little old turd. Just right down in a bowl. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Reese wants to get in here. Let's get Reese in here. Anybody else? Come on. You guys, it's basically a holiday show for the rest hey, of the week. What's up, what's up Reese? Hey, what's going on, y'all? How you doing? Hey, y'all talking about uh, rude athletes. Mm-hmm. Man, that dude, Damon Jones, that went to U of H. He is a clown, man. He... He believes that he is an A-list celebrity. 
he could not be more than most rudest guy I've ever seen in my life as a professional athlete. Hmm. Oh, wow. I, I I've know always that. had pretty good interactions, but, you know, you never know because I'm a media member, so, you know, maybe yeah. you get And uh, also, I, I was going to ask, uh, uh, Singletary, man, he's, like, been a gym for uh, for the offense. And I know there was high hopes for, for Pierce. And I was wondering, like, as a, like, he's a banger of Pierce, but what type of offensive scheme does he need? Because I'm guessing this zone thing where you, you're reading and cutting back doesn't work for him. And uh, with Singletary, was he signed to a one-year deal? Would they be bringing him back? Uh, that's all I got, guys. Yeah, so he's – it's so more of a just – look, you're going to – so the zone scheme, you, you flow in a direction, you make reads of the defense, and then you make cuts, and you hope that the block – you know, the blocker gets their blocks. And when you head downhill, you have to then make elusive moves if the, the track is not open. And if it's open, then you hit it and you go hard and you – you run with decisiveness and toughness. More of a gap scheme like, okay, you're going to run A gap, B gap, you know, C gap. This play is designed to go here, and so he knows where he's going. That's what you need for Damian Pierce. This is where you're going to be between the guard and the tackle. You're going to be between the guard and the tackle on the B gap. Okay, I'm going to run it there. Now, he can make, he can make reads as he gets close and make changes, but it's a different style of running. And I don't think he – I just – He's just clearly not as decisive when he's in a zone game. Because when he's decisive, man, he hits it hard. No one runs as hard. He's he runs as hard as anybody in the league. Damian Pierce. He just I don't. He just doesn't have a great feel for reading in space, and he's not real fast to the outside. So no one's no one respects him to run it to the outside. So they're all waiting for the cutbacks. So I don't know. His you know his is kind of between the tackles. I think that's where you want Damian Pierce. As far as did you look up his yeah, contract? His, it, this is it. One year. He made three. He made three million dollars this year. He's making three million dollars this year. And if I'm him, I want to stay here. If I'm him, man, this is perfect for me. Look at look at the production I'm having. I'm starting in the NFL. How many teams does he start for right now? You know, and running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that. You can bring him back on. I think a pretty reasonable two year deal. Bump his pay up to maybe. Uh, Four and a half million, five million. Yeah, I mean, it's a starter per year. Yeah, four million per year, two year, eight million, and he gets uh, guaranteed. He's going to get the first year guaranteed. So you got you're going to have to pay out some money now uh, over the next few years. Uh, Blake Cashman is a you know he's injured, but he's a free agent, and he was he was a real deal this year. He was your best linebacker this year. I don't think there's any question. You got you, you they got a lot of guys now. That they got to figure out Sheldon Rankins. They got to figure out Cashman. They're gonna they, Nico. That hard Nico's coming up. Grenard is coming up. I mean, this is. Uh, Remember when it they used got to be a lot, easy? a lot of decisions to make here. Remember when it used to be easy? Yes. Like okay, let well, him who's go. The, Who cares? Who's the next? Yeah, who's the uh, the next? Said here are your free agents coming up next year. As you mentioned, Sheldon Rankins with a nine point seven million dollar amount this year. Dalton Schultz. Derek Barnett, who you just picked up, Jerry Hughes. So, Bar- so I'll put Rankins and Schultz is on. They're on hold. Barnett and Hughes were letting go. Steve Nelson, um, he's thirty, almost thirty-one years old. But we're going to put him on hold. Kaimi Fairbairn is yeah. a free agent. Yep, he's on hold. Tire, tire, tire. You just him. picked up. Eric Murray can't believe he's still on the team. Gone. Hassan Ridgeway gone. George Fant gone. I liked what he's done, but he's thirty-one and a half. You got to just look for. You got to rely on Charlie Heck. 
uh, Devin Singletary. Cameron Johnson has been a good punter for you. Man, but you may have to let him go. He makes $2.6 million. Noah Brown, probably let him walk. Probably. I mean, don't forget you're going to get draft picks, too. Yeah. What do you do with Denzel Grenard, Perryman? a guy who's making 1.3? What are you paying Grenard next year? Where I don't see him in here. Hold on a second. There he is. is. He's a free he agent is. after this year. Yeah, Grenard, uh, Josh Jones, John Weeks, Scott Questenberry's probably gone. Tavir Thomas, Denzel's gone. It's interesting who you're going to ha- – oh, by the way, Charlie Heck is is a free agent too. That was your swing tackle. Uh, man, you do have some – this is tougher this year. I think you have to hang on to – I think you look at Sheldon Rankins and you, you try to – I don't know if you want to pay him $9.7 million. You dig around on Rankins. My guess is he leaves. Don't, now, they picked up Tyre Tart, defensive tackle. The Titans cut him. He actually, this could be a pickup for the future. Oh, what about? What but he's about, an undrafted free agent, so if he walks and gets a, he also, this could be a really smart move. You know why? The Texans might be picking him up because he signs a contract with somebody else next year, and he counts in the compensatory pick where, oh, we lost another free agent here. That cancels out one we gain. That actually might be one of these smart pickups where he leaves as a free agent. I have to see if that counts, but no, no, no. If you pick up a guy who was cut, I don't think it counts. You have to trade for him. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't count, actually. Uh, you know, the other signing that could be huge for them the yesterday, do you see? Tim Boyle. It was Tim Boyle, Tyer Tart, and somebody else. But Tim Boyle is going to be the emergency now. Yeah. It'll be Davis Mills will be the two. That's scary that they had to pick up Tim Boyle for this week. Well, I mean, well, CJ's not playing. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, uh, scary about it? You don't want to have... Not have three quarterbacks. No, I guess not. But I, I think mean, he's terrible. Gonna... You're going to lose for sure. Yeah. Don't forget, you still got a, a Gumawale. He can he can play quarterback. Well, he can kick. He can, he can do it all. He can kick. Well, you can, can he just... play quarterback? I'm pretty sure. Just because you kicked a field goal yeah, doesn't mean I'm pretty he can sure be a you quarterback. Can do you, yeah, yeah, you probably could. This isn't a Marlon re- Gonzalez. Would you, okay, honestly, would you rather have a Gumawale, a quarterback, or Tim, Tim Boyle? Boyle? Okay, let me, let me expand on that. Would you rather have... Agubunwale, all right. What is it? Agubunwale. Agubunwale. Do it again. Agubunwale. Him, Boyle, or uh, who's our Marwin now? Uh, uh, Diaz. No, oh, no, not, no, 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 no. Oh, um, uh, Mauricio, Mauricio Dubon. Dubon. Would you rather have Dubon? Mauricio Dubon at quarterback? Yes. Than Tim Boyle. Yes. I would too. I just feel like he could play it. Yeah, I think he was Dubon so much be better at second base than I thought he'd be. I feel like he the same way I could probably get some points in an NBA game. I feel like he could probably complete some passes. <laughs> Maybe run some zone read stuff. I, this, Do you think he could run zone read? Do you think if if Mauricio Dubon had a I week, wonder they, where his kids get this. Do you think Mauricio Dubon could learn? Oh the, yes, Mesh. you could bring him in in a package. Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna have. You'll have the whole playbook open to him. But in an emergency Did you see situation, his arm, though, in center field, it wasn't great. Do you see Tim Boyle's arm? Yeah, I'd rather have Mauricio Dubon. I would You're too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have Dubon. I'd rather have. I don't know about a Goomba Wale though. I'm not sure if I'd rather have him. Well, yeah, we'll do the same zone read. We'll just do Wildcat stuff. That's all. We'll just snap to Damian Pierce and let him hammer it in there. We'll just go two backs. That's all. You either snap to. You either Singletary? snap to right. Pierce or to Singletary. Right. You just have to snap sideways, one direction or the other. Yeah. And if they can throw it a little bit, when they start running to the side, 
if the cornerback comes up, boom, halfback pass. You're welcome, Bobby Slowick. So let's cut Tim Boyle. You don't need that jinx on your team. <laughs> I was like, Tim Boyle? Is that what we've come to? That's what we come to is yeah. Tim Boyle? They're all picked up. All the teams are, oh. all the quarterbacks have been picked up. Wow. That is awful, awful, awful. So you're, so you would, who if you had to re-sign one, Sheldon Rankins, who's probably going to cost you about the same. Well, I don't know, maybe $8 million, $7 million a year. Or Dalton Schultz. Who would you prioritize? I was going to ask you prioritize. You can't have them both. Schultz or Rankins? Schultz. Okay. S- Steve Nels- Stevie Nelson or uh, Grenard? Grenard. Okay. Kaimi Fairbairn, Fairbairn or Singletary? Kaimi Fairbairn. Okay. You make some tough decisions. Cam Johnston or John Weeks? Weeks. It is harder finding a long snapper yes. than a punter. It yeah. actually is. You can find you can find a punter. You can find a punter. Yep. Yep. And Somebody who wants to work. Noah it's, Brown or George Fant? That's difficult. Yeah. I think Fant. I think I would too. Fant. But I mean, Fant's going to be. But, you know, Fant's been solid. I think Fant. You know, well, I Titus actually, Howard is going to come back to play had, right tackle. Charlie you had, can't put him back at guard. No, no, no. But Fant. No, you're right. But Fant is your swing. Yeah. The question is, do you? Do you draft a swing tackle, or do you look to re-sign Charlie Heck or no, or, or George Fant? George Fant's 31 and a half years old right now. Charlie Heck is 27. He's younger. Charlie Heck would be cheaper than Fant. Fant's just probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Fant's done a nice job this year. I think if you have a, a property in the background that is really a commodity that is very, very good, like C.J. Stroud, probably want to go with Fant. You probably want Fant on that team to be your swing tackle as opposed to Charlie Heck. Yeah. No. Um, wow. Yards, scrimmage yards per touch. Who do you think leads the league in scrimmage yards per touch? Running backs. Is it, uh, It's got to be Singletary if you're... No, no, no. Okay, okay. He's I mean, moving up the list, though. It's not McCaffrey, is it? It's he's second. Okay. So first would be Raheem Mostert. It is not Mostert. Actually, Mostert is way down. Mostert does a lot of his work on yeah, the goal line. Yeah, you got to be a pass catcher, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, you're right. So you got to be somebody who ca- Is it Kamara? It's James Cook. Oh, yeah. James Cook, 6.14 yards per touch. Yeah, he's had some big games received. McCaffrey's 5.98. Jameer Gibbs, 5.85. You know, I got him for $4 in our auction. You I did. just sat there and waited on James Cook. That was because a good I figured. Devin Singletary's up to 4.62 now. Per touch? Per touch. Yeah. That's I pretty like good. It. That's really good. Like He's it. ahead of Etienne, Joe Mixon, Saquon, Ramondre, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's been a bit of a disappointment this year. Uh, Yeah, he has. He really has. It, uh, you, uh, it, he he was certainly standing too. out a lot more when he was in a battle. With, well, he yeah. dealt with injuries, too. Yep. All right. It's uh, 845 ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Time for you to talk about Craig DeSurf again. Well, it's time for me to talk about not just Craig DeSurf, who is the guy who runs it. And then Craig DeSurf does an amazing job over there because he's the one that, well, yeah, let me take a second to tell you about the culture over there. We talk about culture with some of our sports teams. The culture at a, at, a, at a car dealership plays a big, big part in your experience and your happiness in the car buying experience. If you've ever been somewhere where there's been high pressure, I don't care if it's, it could be literally anything. It could be life insurance. It could be furniture salesman. It could be anyone. You know how unpleasant that is. You know that 
you want to be able to make a decision on your own. You don't want someone trying to force the issue when you're not ready. And at car dealerships, unfortunately, a lot of the salespeople are there working off commission and they're going to, I mean, they got to get you to close. They got to get you to close. So they're going to do whatever it takes. And that starts to get really uncomfortable. Craig DeSurf, he has made this his, this is the way they operate. You're simply there. The sales staff is simply there to, to answer questions that you may have and to just guide you to the vehicles that you're looking for. If you're there to shop, they have no problem with it. They want to make sure that you are happy and that you are the one who is going to uh, decide how the car dealer, you know, how the, the car experience goes. But when you do decide it's time to buy or lease, they got great vehicles. They've got great lease options for you right now. With the Buick Encore, they have great purchase vehicle or purchase options with Chevy uh, APR rates and with the uh, with the GMC uh, uh, Sierra pickup truck. Those are just an example, but you're always going to have a great experience. Go to LanceZcars.com and uh, experience it for yourself in Angleton, Gulf Coast, Chevy, Buick, GMC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now with more nougat. You and Lance didn't f- for a year. That's just because he dabbed all the time. <laughs> Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Yeah. Jared Verse not playing in the bowl game for Florida State. Florida State is. If I was them, I'd be pissed. 13 and 0. I don't see how they're going to be focused for that. They're no. Gonna, anytime you. Any team that doesn't make it to the playoff that thinks they should have been there loses their bowl game. <laughs> so it happens so frequently. it happens almost they every just time. can't they can't get up for it no. now that so many players opt out yeah. and the bowl games are just glorified spring spring games now uh, uh for at least some teams for at least some teams who have pro prospects those are the desirable teams are much less desirable once the bowl game rolls around who was it that houston played the other a couple of years ago, that they were beating a bowl game. Auburn. Was it LSU or Auburn? Yeah, Auburn, Auburn had like nobody. Yeah. It was unbelievable watching that Auburn team. Like, holy crap. That's a good win. Don't take it away. I mean, that was a great win. Barely, and you're trying to poo poo it, it. It doesn't matter now. Auburn beat Auburn's ass. I mean, it would it mattered to the coach who was there. It doesn't matter now. It, well, How bad yeah. was that loss to Army for Major No, Apple? it like, matters. How? University of Houston beat Auburn. Take mm-hmm. that. Do you think any of the people remember that? Yeah, a lot of people. Rem- everybody remembers that. Well, they kind of beat like game in they beat history. Like slobber. It was slobber. It wasn't the same team. It was more like a slobber. Yeah. I mean, stop already. That was a great, great win for the university, and you two are I've, denigrating. It. I feel like most people who care about Houston don't really think much of that victory at this point. It didn't lead to anything. It wasn't a jumping off point. It was just a nice little. Yeah. Hey, it was a nice Saturday or whatever. Team with a nice good afternoon. Name the SEC. A nice afternoon to watch your boys be an SEC team. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Which is that fine. was a great day. So the big news from uh, yesterday, as it appears as though CJ Stroud, it appears more and more likely that he will miss his second game. Now, does the second game turn into a third game? Will be the question. But you take it week by week in concussion protocol. The main thing is you just want CJ to to get healthy and not have uh, any instances. Uh, Dell, how long did how long did uh, now it was his second instance? Well, he had a back injury the first time where he collapsed, uh, supposedly a back injury. But your guy Tua missed the rest of the year. How many 
He was I mean, injured um, against Green Bay. I think that was their 14th game. He and didn't the, play again. And the Dolphins, maybe because of outside influence or and also to his health, they held him out um, through the next three and through the next three and a playoff game. So CJ was hurt in his 13th game, and I, I. The Texans are not going to bring a correction. It was their 15th game. Okay. And then he missed the next two and then the playoff games. I don't think it's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that CJ misses multiple games, you know, and if you're out of the playoff hunt, well, they're not going to bring him back just because the playoff hunt, the the head injury stuff, you can't do like, there's not, well, I'm just going to play through this high ankle sprain. We'll just tape this up. You don't do that with head injuries. So, He'll be ready when he's ready, but some people do not respond well. Some concussions are worse than others. It's a brain injury. So we'll see how C.J. Stroud does. You just want him to, to get healthy and be able to, to come back uh, this year. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But it looks like he's going to miss game number two. But this is a team that's fighting for the playoffs. So uh, certainly Devin Singletary playing well, the defense playing well, Case Keenum playing well. Uh, having a guy like, you know, he may, he came back uh, – Dalton Schultz and made the play of the game, frankly. That game's over. That game is an interception and the game is over if Dalton Schultz doesn't take yep. the ball away from Roger McCreary. So this is uh, another big game this week. All all three it's of the a double final three. Big game. It's a double banger is what it is. Because the draft pick that you're going to get, yeah. the the playoff positioning that uh-huh. you're going to get. It is a double banger. It's a double banger. It's a, it, This is a kind of a big deal. The defense has to show up in this one. I mean, this is going to be a low-scoring. The defense has to put the pressure on Joe Flacco. Grenard, I will see if Will Anderson is able to come back, but Grenard has got to continue to put the kind of pressure that he has been, and you've got to, you because I, I don't think the Browns are going to score a bunch of points, although they have been scoring with Joe Flacco. It's amazing. They've been scoring points. But you can have that same kind of uh, uh, game that they had last week against the Bears. It's a knockdown, you know, drag-out kind of fight. That's the kind of game I think that you're going to see. Because listen, how explosive are the Texans going to be? Not, not they're not going to be. A te- they're not going to be explosive. But you do have to find a way to get a big play. Like, yeah. uh, and 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 look, this is. I mean, we're talking about one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. In the Browns, how are you going to score? You got to win special teams, and, and then especially you, you on the fast punt track. returns. Can't allow a big punt return. You might want to get one on your own. You know, things like that. Uh, you can't turn a ball over. If only you had tank. If only you had Tank. God, well, all, if only Tank had the same approach that George Pickens said or did. George Pickens was like, I saw what happened to Tank. I ain't blocking. I ain't trying to get him. Wait a minute. No. Can, can you quote him? To, can you please quote him and stop paraphrasing? Okay. What did he say that he's so upset with now? No, no, that, no. Or what is he? What issue is he taking with how people are portraying what he said? What was the exact no, quote? He's not. His, uh, please said, don't paraphrase. Okay, I can't paraphrase George Pickens. No, please. He did say I ain't. Uh, he said I ain't want to get hurt. He said I ain't want one, to get hurt. Oh, you one. want me? That, oh, you wanted to say it exactly. Okay. Well, here, no, no, no. <laughs> John and I talked about this in, in when we were six ten back in like two thousand seven. Yeah. Somebody quoted a player exactly as they said it, and they got yeah blasted oh. for like you know what you're doing. You're making them look stupid. You're making him, you know, you, you could have changed. I ain't want get hurt. He said, I, I ain't want, no, let's, since you want the actual okay. quote, 
I ain't want to get an injury. When you stay on the block too low, you can get ran up on very easily. Oh, thank you. I ain't want to get an injury. But back in 2007, this, this reporter got in trouble for for not changing the wording to yeah. the correct wording. To He actually quoted the player, and the, the thought was he's being racist because he because he didn't change it and he made the guy look dumb. Now ESPN literally, now everyone, the rule is in writing, you quote exactly because it's yeah. you know an understood thing. So ESPN had the literal quote up there, and it's not actually a big deal now. No, 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 no. It's it's not. Now I ain't want to get hurt. Is we know what he's saying. It's, <laughs> it's not going to go well on a paper if you turn it in. But we know what he's saying. He want to get hurt. I know what he's saying. Yeah, and I like it. I'm here for it. I'm I'm not here. You for ain't want to stop drinking Coors I mean, Lights. Listen, no. And it, but if but if I'm the running back, I'm like, hey, I ain't want to get hurt either. <laughs> How about blocking somebody? I ain't want to not score a touchdown yeah. about Jalen yeah. Warren. I mean, George Pickens, I, I don't know how what Mike Tomlin deserved, what he did to deserve all these diva wide receivers. <laughs> this is insane, the the amount of Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. AJ. Uh, 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 Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster. Who else did you say? No, no, no. Uh, I was thinking oh, Antonio. Uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah. It's like five <laughs> mega divas, and they're all coming from the Steelers. That's not the Steeler way. No. That's not Mike Hines Tomlin. Ward? That's not Heinz Ward. That's not Heinz Ward, although Heinz Ward had some diva in the background. It's because he just wanted the football. Yeah. Like, he wanted the football. He was a receiver that wanted football, but he was going to play hard. He was going to block. He was going to block. He was going to play hard. Remember when Heinz Ward had to play quarterback? Yeah. And won a game? He was quarterback in college. It was a bowl game. No, no, no. He won, like, the Peach Bowl for Georgia at quarterback. Yeah. I remember watching that when I was doing handicapping stuff, like, oh, surely they can't. Win with this wide receiver. Yes, they can. They did. All right, a time for you right now to talk. If they were underdogs, I would imagine. Well, underdog, yeah, they were. Underdog Fantasy wants you to play uh, their pick'em game. They want you to play their pick'em challenge. Why are you there, by the way? I, I never talk about their daily fantasy stuff. Their daily fantasy stuff is great. It's actually a lot of fun, and you've got a chance to to pick. You know, different draft choice. You get a chance to draft different basketball players, different football players. Of course, you've got the daily fantasy option as well. The Pick'em Challenge just gives you a chance to win. Uh, I think it gives you an almost better chance to win in some instances because all you have to do is pick between two and five players. So if you want to go with just two players and you want to go higher or lower than their stats, so they'll have a stat. Let's say it's rebounds. Let's say it's points. Let's say it's assists plus rebounds. Let's say it's three-point shots made. Let's say it's touchdown passes or one and a half or rushing yards are 56.5. Are they going to go higher or are they going to go lower? You have all these players. You have all these statistics. You mean to tell me you can't find two that you absolutely love? Just with two, you're going to get paid three times your original play. You hit all five, you get 20 times your original play. It's real money, and it's completely legal right here in the state of Texas. Download the app. Use promo code Lance. They're going to double your original deposit up to $100. That first deposit, they will double up to $100 of your first deposit. And it's surprise season as well, so it started on the 14th of December. You need to follow at Underdog Fantasy over on X slash Twitter, and you follow them and find out how you have a chance to win a Nintendo Switch, a PS5, or much, much more. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play, call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, because every day is Children's Day. Oh, hello there, 
children? Hey, it's Jeremy Branham, and I'm with Ricky Ford of Gentle Ben, and this is the time of season to have Gentle Ben. And my favorite thing now is you can go straight to the website, Ricky, GentleBen.com, and order Gentle Ben straight from the site. Delivered to 45 different states. I don't know who the five are that don't want it, but by God, we're going to try to get them on board. A couple of the things you have going on for Christmas right now, the Gentle Ben Family of Spirits gift box, where you can get each of your spirits, all four. You also have the Gentle Ben Vodka Bourbon gift box. This makes the perfect holiday gift. It does. You can get one gift box that has all four of the different SKUs, which includes the vodka, gin, bourbon, and the cask. Or you can get another one that it has two vodka and two bourbon. You'll love what's not in Gentle Ben, the harsh solvents. You take every bad thing out of Gentle Ben before all your customers can drink it. We created the Presado Craft process to do just that. Minimize or completely take away those offensive compounds that just ruin a spirit. Gentle Ben is the holiday spirit. Gentle Ben, the gift they'll open over and over. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5 brought to you by Zadok Jewelers, KFNC and KFNC HD2, Mont Bellevue, Houston.